you're listening to On Assignment by God, the daily blog and podcast. What did the Lord God say to me this morning? Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blog and daily podcast. This is your host, Fun Strong, new last name. And this morning, the Holy Spirit said, turn by turn directions. The scripture that came to mind was about the father of our faith, Abraham, when God said in Genesis 12, 1, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. This meant Abraham was going to have to rely on God's turn-by-turn directions. It would literally become a faith journey. He didn't know where he was going, but Abram, which was his name before it became Abraham, was obedient and went wherever God said go. I want to kick off the podcast today and ask you a question. Is God trustworthy enough for you to do that? So in today's blog podcast episode, we are discussing and studying Hebrews 11, and it's all about living by faith. Yes. I mean, this, this chapter just, God just knew it it was an on time chapter. One of the things that I noticed in this chapter, and it was not in the scripture, it was actually the hope words that Dr. Tony Evans you know, sprinkles throughout his version of the Bible. Yeah, this is so funny. I just got a text message from Dr. Tony Evans. You know, <laughs> I'm saying that like he texted me personally, but it's uh, it's a text message for one of his devotionals. Anyway, uh, that's so funny that I mentioned his name and then the text just popped up as I was talking about him. But here's what he said that I want to kick us off today with and this is something you should probably write down and definitely let settle into your spirit the opposite of faith is not doubt the opposite of faith is disobedience oh y'all did you get that the opposite of faith is not doubt the opposite of faith is disobedience dr tony evans said faith is acting like god is telling the truth That's what faith is. It's acting like God is telling the truth to exercise. Faith is to have confidence about an expectation without visible proof that it will happen. This chapter of Hebrews 11, 11, 1, 11, 1, 1, 1, 1, right? The first verse of this particular chapter says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. To exercise faith, we have to have confidence about an expectation without being able to see proof, visible proof that it will happen. Crazy faith, right? Y'all know crazy faith? 
It's only crazy until it happens. So as I was reading chapter 11, which, like I said, I think this is probably my most favorite chapter because it is the most timely chapter for me today. Yeah. Just to be super transparent, yesterday I had a moment where some thoughts tried to creep in and disrupt my faith. Yeah. I started looking at what I could see. See, that, that, that's where I, that's where it messed up, right? That's where I got messed up at. I started looking at what I could see in my home. I started looking at what I could see in my relational situation. I started looking at, you know, all the things that were around me. I started thinking about, you know, the promises God had made and how I wasn't seeing them yet. And it kind of got to me. I ain't gonna lie. It did. It kind of got to me. I felt tears welling up in my eyes as I, you know, kept moving about yesterday, cleaning up my kitchen from dinner and parenting my kids. And it was like I was having this battle in my mind. Was I going to trust God? Was I, or was I going to focus on what was in front of me? You know, and I realized something yesterday. I realized that God uses songs to speak to me. Yeah. It's so not about me singing them. You know, I always joke about that. I always like sing a song or I'll be like, oh, this song just dropped into my spirit. It's about the words in the songs that God is using to speak to me. And that's what I realized yesterday that that is one of the ways that he speaks to me. It's not about me being a songstress. It's not about me being on the right key, you know, because I'm always laughing that I'm not on the right key. But God uses songs. He brings songs back to my remembrance because of the words and the lyrics in those songs. That's how he's speaking to me. Because yesterday, as I was, you know, trying to hold back tears when I was looking at my situation, the song that came to me was, even when I can see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Today, y'all, we got to be encouraged that even when we can't see what God is doing, he is definitely still doing. We must live our lives by faith. And speaking of living by faith, these faith heroes in the Bible did just that. And here are the ones I learned about while studying Hebrews 11, presenting the faith heroes of the Bible that I got from reading Hebrews 11. So this may not be all of them. These are the ones that I got from reading Hebrews 11, because I don't want nobody to be texting me talking about what about this person? Yes. That person is probably a faith hero. But these are the ones that I got from reading Hebrews 11. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Rahab, who was a prostitute, and Moses. What really stood out to me, though, in reading this was the period of time between when God made the promise and when the promise actually happened. So y'all, we all know the story about Noah building the ark, right? God told Noah to build an ark. And of course, when he told him, it didn't even make sense because it had not rained one single drop in history when he told him to do it. Okay. You know, 
it just didn't make sense. It was crazy. It was like crazy faith. Like this don't even make sense, but I'm going to do it anyway because God told me to do this. <laughs> but from the time God told him to build the ark and when the flood happened was a whole 125 years. Yes, you heard me right. 125 years from when God told him to build the ark and when the flood actually came. Same thing with Sarah. Oh, but when she was when she, when God told her she was going to have a baby, then you know what? Sarah actually laughed at first. She laughed like, who me? Like <laughs> you joking, right? You know how old I am? Like I'm in my nineties, right? Like who, who finna have a baby in their nineties, right? Like y'all think about that. God has promised you a child and you in your forties or in your late thirties beyond the age that man has said is ideal for having a baby. God done told you though, that you going to have a baby and you like, who? I don't see it happening. It ain't happened yet. It ain't happened yet. But y'all, I love that the scripture points out that eventually, though, I really thought about titling the podcast Eventual Faith. Eventually, though, Sarah had faith in the one who had promised her the baby. Yeah, she had faith that the one who promised her the baby was indeed faithful, even though the time period from when he told her she was going to have a baby. And when Isaac was actually born was 25 years. When she got pregnant with Isaac, it was a whole 25 years. Look at that. 25 is in both of those numbers. When God told Noah to build an ark, it was 125 years. And then when God told uh, Sarah she was going to have a baby, it was 25 years. Dr. Evans study notes said this and y'all it completely changed my whole perspective on waiting on God from when he gives you the promise to when it actually manifests. This is what it says. Oftentimes God doesn't complete what he wants to do in your life until you're spiritually prepared. Let that sink in. Oftentimes God does not complete what he wants to do in your life until you are spiritually prepared. Y'all, we've been talking about that as we've been reading Hebrews about not being on milk, but being on solids. Could it be, could it be that it ain't happened yet because you not spiritually prepared for it to happen yet? Like God ain't going to give it to you and you not spiritually ready to receive it. So, of course, I had to ask myself that question. I'm like, I say fun, strong, new last name. But am I spiritually prepared for the new last name? Is he spiritually prepared to receive all the favor that is going to come from me being his wife. <laughs> God doesn't complete what he wants to do in your life until you're spiritually prepared. And what does that mean? Spiritually prepared. When we look back at what drinking the milk 
and in eating the solids, you know, eating the solids was a, applying God's word to your life. Are you applying God's word to your life? Is God trustworthy to you? Huh? Right? And when you think about it, when you really know, like when you know that you know that you know, the one God who is preparing better for you, really you can survive any weight. Like sometimes I do get a little anxious about getting a new last name, <laughs> but I know that I can't let the new, me getting a new last name become an idol. Like I can't, I can't let that become an idol in my life. I can't, uh, you know, like I'm waiting on it. Right. But I can't be so consumed with that I can't be so consumed with the person. I can't be so consumed with getting the new last name. I can't let that become an idol. Why? Because make no mistake, God will always test how much we love him over the things we want. Do we love the gift more than the gifter? We shouldn't if we do. We shouldn't. We should love God, the gifter, more than the things that he can gift to us. Now, I also learned while reading Hebrews 11 that as a parent, parents, listen up. The number one thing that we should pass on to our children is faith in God above all else. All that other stuff y'all trying to pass on, the house, you know, you're trying to leave a legacy, you know, we should be we should leave generational uh wealth Yes, we should, but that should not be the 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 focus, like the main thing, the main thing. We should do that, yes, but it should not be the number one thing. The number one thing that we should be leaving as a legacy and passing on to our children is faith in God. Like we should be, you know, sharing with them how to live by faith in him, right? So you may be listening to this podcast, looking around your life like I was yesterday and things are looking the exact same way every single day. You don't even know what day it is because it's, it's like it all runs together. And you may be looking around like, man, everything looking the same, even though God has given you a promise. Living by faith means having confidence that the promise without any visible proof is going to come. It's going to come to pass because God, you, you're focused, not, don't be so focused on the promise, be focused on the promise keeper, be focused on God, because it may not look like it's going to happen. It may not. It matter of fact, it may even look totally opposite of what will happen, but know this, we can expect God's divine intervention when we live by faith, yes, yes, we can expect God to intervene when we live by faith. Because if he said it, if we said it, we believe it, it's going to happen. And guess what else? God's ways are not our ways. That's Isaiah 55, 8. So most likely it ain't going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. But I want you to be encouraged to live by faith. Every single day. All right, y'all. We living by faith every single day. Even when we have moments like I had yesterday with things, you just kind of, it's almost like you just start looking at your situation like, Lord, 
uh, I know what you said, Lord, but I'm looking at it. I'm looking around and uh, things look the exact same. Like, Lord, but don't look at what you can see. Focus on what you can't see. Focus on God. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Focus on what you can't see. All right? That's faith. That's living by faith. All these faith heroes, they just obey God. That's it. They just obey God. God told you to uh, go do something in faith. Go do it. Right? Go do it. It looked crazy. Just like Noah. It looked crazy to build a boat and it ain't even rain. And you're talking about it's going to be a flood. It don't matter. And it doesn't matter how much time has passed since God gave you the promise. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Okay? You just be ye ready. Be ye ready. How do you be ready? By being obedient. By being on assignment by God. By doing what God tell you to do every day. Right? Stay encouraged. Stay around people who will encourage you. Don't be around people who like, I thought you said you was going to be married by now. What happened? No, I never said when. Okay? Because I don't know when. I just know it will happen. <laughs> I know it will happen. And I speak in faith. Fun Strong knew last name. You hear me? You heard me. As they say in New Orleans, you heard me. It's going to happen. I don't know when. But when it does, you definitely going to know about it. Okay? <laughs> And you will be able to see through my faith this whole time she was saying fun, strong, new last name. Yeah. And y'all, I'm just be very, 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 very transparent with you. I don't have no boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Your girl is out here single. I don't have a boyfriend. Just so you know. You know, I'm just making real, real, real plain to you. I'm still saying fun, strong, new last night because it's going to happen because God told me that it's going to happen, right? Yeah, God told me it's going to happen, so I know it's going to happen. All right, so what are your assignments for today? Number one, this is the mainstay question. What did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? And number two. Are you spiritually prepared for what you're expecting from God? Think about it, though, before you answer. Don't just be quick to say, yup, yup, I'm ready. I'm ready. I know you might be ready, but are you spiritually prepared for what you're expecting from God? If you like me, you know, when I think about becoming a wife, what is what is a wife? What is, you know, look at, go back to Genesis and when God created Eve uh why, why did he create her you know what was her purpose so whatever the thing is that you are expecting from God are you spiritually prepared for it like am I spiritually prepared to to help my mate you know uh with what God has given them the assignment that God has given them you know what I'm saying like are, am I spiritually prepared to be there for you know no matter what like you know Am I spiritually prepared for those things? So as you do this assignment, whatever your thing is, you know, you, you may be married, happily married. So it ain't about that for you, but you are expecting something from God. Are you, um, I don't know, whatever. Matter of fact, let me know. What are you expecting from God? Let, let's talk about it. Text me 601-299-4398. What are you waiting in faith for? What are you waiting in faith for and expecting from God? I'd love to know so that I can be standing in agreement with you and praying for you as you wait for it. And just remember, 
God is with you in the wait. Yeah, God is with you in the wait. And there may be some things that he's waiting on you to do in order for that thing to happen. Yeah, like Dr. Tony Evans said, God doesn't complete what he wants to do in your life until you're spiritually prepared. And so there may be some things that you want to, in your conversation with him, say, well, Lord, can you tell me what it is I need to be doing to be spiritually prepared for the promise that you've given me? You know, like if you don't know, just ask God. He'll tell you. He'll show you. He'll tell you. He'll, like me, he'll bring it up in a song, right? You know, however he speaks to you, he will in a dream, in a vision. He'll, he'll, he'll get the message to you. Okay. All right. You just, you just got to have a conversation with him. You get, you just got to spend time with him, right? That's, that's how he talks to you. You just spend time with him and get to know him. You'll get to know his voice even more. All right. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you today. I love y'all. I really do. I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. And I don't even know how many people listen, but it doesn't even matter to me because I'm, doing what God told me to do and I appreciate every person who listens I appreciate when y'all text me and let me know you know the answers to these questions or y'all just text me and be like hey what's up thank you for the podcast thank you for the blog it really blessed me hey it blesses me when you text me and let me know how the 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 blog or the podcast affected you so anyway y'all be encouraged today to live by faith, not by what you can see with your naked eye. Live by faith. Live by the spiritual. You know, let's live in the spiritual realm. Let's not live in the, the natural realm. We gon' we in this world, right? But we not of this world. And on that note, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow.